eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now. The latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. It is time for another episode of Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey Original Podcast. Also heard on the Bet in Las Vegas. So hello to our audience on the radio in Las Vegas. Thanks for being with us. I say us. I am Scott Goldbranson, your host, joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo Moten. He is the senior NFL writer over at Bleacher Report, also a Raiders columnist at sportsnot.com man we got a busy show today mo uh training camp rolls on we got baldy coming up right here in this first segment we're not kidding around today my friend no we got quarterback talk we got baldy training camp talk of course we have raider talk we're in the full swing of things we're not just creeping up on it we're we're in the mix we're in the midst of it so ready to roll Yes, again, Brian Baldinger is our guest, and we are talking Raiders football with him. So, Brian, the last time we spoke with you was right before the NFL draft. We kind of outlined, and you helped us do that, all of the needs the Raiders had. And we knew they weren't going to address all of them in one draft because of what had happened the previous three drafts, right? But but they did do some good things here. They went out, they got Tyree Wilson to, to address some of that defensive front need that they have now he was injured. They knew that going in, so it's going to take him a while to ease in. They get Michael Mayer uh, in the second round, a good steal for them at tight end. But tell us your view overall, this Raiders team coming off the offseason where we outlined with you what they needed. How did they do, and where do they sit in that process of really rebuilding that roster to compete in what is a stacked AFC West and what is going to be an absolutely brutal, I think, because the talent-wise, AFC overall? Well, everybody's looking up at Kansas City, and they just happen to be in your division. So, I mean, how do you compete within your own division? We all feel that the charges are going to be better, although they always seem to be full of excuses. Um, 
some of the best games I've watched the Raider Charger games. Um, they're very, very competitive. We all believe Denver is going to be better with the coach that they have, um, no matter what he has to say about the former coach. <laughs> so, um, so then you go, okay, well, where are the Raiders? Um, look, if you miss on a player like Cleveland Farrell, the mistake never goes away. Mm. You overpay, uh, you know, for a defensive end in, in free agency. You go back into the draft at the top of the draft, and you go draft another one. Those mistakes haunt you for a long time. And Cleveland Farrell, I mean, the good thing is they drafted Max Crosby in the same draft. And so they got their star player. They just found him in the fourth round, not the fourth pick of the first round. But the mistake never goes away. And they, so they, they haven't been able to put together an elite defensive line. I thought, you know, they re-signed the right side of their offensive line. And those guys played pretty good last year. And so I think they feel pretty comfortable. Now, the probably the best player, Josh Jacobs, isn't there. We all know the situation. I don't know what's going how it's going to get resolved. I think they had a chance to lock him up, and they, they neglected not to. But they don't have anybody that can take his place. They've got guys on the roster. We'll see what Zamir White can look like. But they don't have anybody that can look like that. And it seems like they've spent a lot of resources trying to upgrade their secondary, which they desperately had to do. But, you know, defenses – and Patrick Graham, I think, is a quality defensive coordinator. But, I mean, for, I don't know, the 10th year in a row, they, they try to find new linebackers that can play. Maybe Denzel Perriman comes back and regains his form. But they're always looking for linebackers. They're always looking for, for corners. And so we'll see if they can ever just put a group together that you can count on and rely on and that can gel together as the season goes on. Now, Bolly, I saw you at Pittsburgh Steelers camp learning some pass rushing moves from Cam Hayward and TJ Watt. We need to get you and the Condor Max Crosby <laughs> together on the field to do the oh, same absolutely. thing. We, you know, that's coming. That's definitely going to come for sure. <laughs> but you did mention Josh Jacobs, and and we're not going to ask you to to predict what's going to happen because only Josh Jacobs knows what the next step is for him. But what one of the things I thought was important to note was Jimmy Garoppolo had a defense and he had a run game in San Francisco. No one draws up a run play like Kyle Shanahan. He does it with consistency. As you said, the Raiders are working on their defense. And I thought not locking up Josh Jacobs kind of hurts Jimmy Garoppolo because Bucky Brooks uses a, a trailers versus tractors analogy on NFL Network. And he says, you know, there are very few guys who can carry a football team. And I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is that. He needs that. He needs a defense and he needs a run game. Uh, most quarterbacks do need some supporting system, but Jimmy Garoppolo is just not that guy's going to bring you back 14 down, in my opinion. Do you think that when it's all said and done, the Raiders think about it and say, look, we got Jimmy Garoppolo. We know what he is. We need to have Josh Jacobs back. How much does Josh Jacobs' absence affect Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, I think they go hand in hand, Mo. Um, look, when Jimmy was quarterback in San Francisco, Mike McDaniel was the run game coordinator. He's now a head coach. Like, you know, I mean, just the history, I'm not going to get carried away, but Mike McDaniel wanted to separate himself from Kyle and Sean McVay and all those guys were in Washington, and they were all on the passing game. Mike said, I'm going to show you how to, to run the ball, and I'll show you the running backs that can run it. So Jimmy could hand it off to Raheem Mostert. I mean, on and on and on, the guys that went through there. They, You're right, Mo. I mean, this it, it made things a lot easier that they had a guy that was – quasi-genius in the run game, like could really rack up rushing yards. And 
you know, I mean, there was a playoff game, I think, Jimmy, against the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know if he threw it nine or ten times. So, I mean, it was, wasn't very many. But um, – and they had a big win. This, this is an important ingredient. This is really important. I mean, Jimmy is – he's a good quarterback. He's smart. He knows where to go with the ball. He's a good practice guy. He's a good team guy. All that stuff is right. But, man, it's a, it, it's a whole lot easier if you can hand it off to Josh Jacobs on third and three and not have to get Devontae free – when they know it's going to him, he's he's important. They got to get him in there. No question. All right, Baldy, let me ask you this. So you look at this team, you look at what they've done on offense. We just talked about Josh Jacobs and that situation and how it affects uh, Jimmy G. Uh, you also have, you said, Devontae Adams there. You have now Michael Mayer. You have Hunter Renfro, who we have said, who knows, he might be somebody they move out or not with Jacoby Myers in there. They, they, they filled a lot of slot spots all of a sudden in Las Vegas. But you look at that offense, and you got a lot of guys who are going to want the ball. Uh, you got a lot of guys who are going to be counting on uh, that offensive line to give Jimmy G, who's much more of a stationary quarterback, uh, time to throw the ball. How how quickly do you think that that offense is going to have to get in shape, knowing that the defense is a work in progress, especially with Tyree Wilson, probably a few weeks into the season before he can be really effective? Well, they got to be better than they were last year. they got to be better on offense. they got to score more. And down the stretch, when they were in a playoff you know, hunt still, they went to Pittsburgh. They put up 10 points. I mean, it was terrible. It was hard to watch. And so even with Devontae putting up 1,500 yards, I mean, they were shut out in New Orleans. Um, they, they were, you know, they were highly unproductive a lot of Sundays last year. And so, look, every team has this battle with, okay, we got all these guys. They all want to get fed. Oh, it's a bunch of nonsense. You know, you got to have the right guys. I mean, Devontae should get targeted a lot. Yeah, he should get 12 to 15 targets a game. He's that good, and he knows how to beat. And when he's – you know, in that loss to Tennessee last year, I remember Devontae, like – I mean, he, he he was so upset that the ball wasn't coming to him in key moments in that game that they could have won. Um, like, it, it, it bothered him all week. Like, I don't think Hunter Renfro is going to be ticked off in a huddle if the ball goes to Devontae at, on <laughs> third and three at the three-yard line. I don't think anybody's going to be upset. Michael Mayer, um, I don't care who what their name is, Jacoby Myers. Like, these guys are secondary players to the star wide receiver. So if it takes feeding the star wide receiver to put up 28 points, then do it. Um, everybody else's egos better be in check. So, Baldy, the Raiders picked up Marcus Peters, and then we'll flip back over to the defensive side of the ball. And, okay, he had a down year last year with the Ravens, but we all know his history his, tr his track record of forcing turnovers. Now, with Tyree Wilson out, Byron Young, one of their young guys from the Rick class, out, Chandler Jones slimmed down. You're hoping he bounces back into form and has a pretty decent season. Is adding Marcus Peters really changed things for you when you look at the Raiders' defense, or is it just kind of like another veteran depth piece for that, for that unit? I don't want to say Marcus Peters' days of being the ultimate thief are over because I used to call him the Kansas City thief because that's what he was doing. I mean, his first oh, yeah. game in the NFL, I mean, he had two interceptions against Houston. I mean, I, I remember, you know, going to watch him. Like he has – I remember picking, you know, him picking Russell Wilson before pick six in Baltimore. I mean, I remember those plays vividly. Like he's got an instinct that you love to have. He's his own corner. He's He's got zone eyes. 
Um, don't ask him to go play press man. That's not what he does. But he's he's a great zone corner. But you know the the production has dropped off. And so I don't know if in a new place he's going to find it. Um, you know, the pass rush last year in Baltimore and even the year before was largely um, was largely uh, scheme designed. It was blitzes. It was, you know, overloads. It, <clears throat> they didn't have four that could just get there and turn up the heat. Uh, and I don't know that the Raiders have that right now. I don't know when Tyree's going to be ready to go. And even if he – when he does get ready to go. I feel like if you're missing this time as a rookie, I don't care what position it is, like it turns into a red shirt year. Like there's just too much to learn. The game is too different from the Big 12 offenses he saw versus what he's going to see. I mean, everybody is in love with his metrics and his length. and I mean, all that's great. I'd be surprised if like he's an impact player this year just because mm -hmm. the amount of time and practices and walkthroughs and all this stuff that he's missing. Right now, trying to learn what NFL – I mean, good luck, you know, going up against Patrick Mahomes, you know, when you get – like just – or Justin Herbert and these guys that are just magicians with the ball in their hands and how difficult they are to sack. They're, it's it's not easy. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast yeah no question baldy let me ask you this before we let you go you talk you mentioned cleve farrell and how you can't recover i mean the, the the bad drafts that the raiders had with all of that draft capital which makes it even worse they're moving forward. Obviously, a different regime there now. Dave Ziegler, of course, Josh McDaniels at coach. They now had – they've gone through their second draft. How much progress – I mean, look, it looks like the owner, Mark Davis, is giving Josh McDaniels a gimme year this year. Again, to say, hey, look, you got a new quarterback. You got all this stuff. But when you look at the NFL, it's not college. You know, you don't get three or four recruiting classes like some new uh, college football coaches get when they get a new job. NFL is gimme results and gimme results quickly. How much patience do you think, Mark Davis, how much patience is going to be given Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels? If this team comes out and really performs poorly, all bets are off. But what, what's your view on how much time they have to start turning it in the right direction? Well, I, I would hope that they don't feel like they have much time. I mean, you, you better feel like your backs are against the wall. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles 
won four games three years ago. Nick Sirianni had him in the, in the you know in the Super Bowl. Like this stuff can get turned around. Brian Dable took a just uh, you know in a borrow like just a horrible situation in New York. You got him in the playoffs. Like coaching matters. You know your GM and coach together joined at the hip matters. It doesn't matter what they did in New England. It has nothing to do with whatever success they had in New England or how it got done or who got the credit. It got done. Like I wouldn't be patient. Not when you're seeing what you just watched the year that Pete Carroll just had. And we know what the vision he has for how to build a team and what it takes to win in this league. Like there's coaching matters in this business. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if you're on your second stop. And I don't care like about injuries. Nobody cares about any of that. Brandon Staley's on a hot seat. He's been given everything you could want as a head coach. And, you know, they collapsed up 27, nothing like, they should feel like they're in the griddle right now, and the flame is hot. Absolutely. Well said. Baldy, we appreciate you coming on as always. Enjoy your tour of the training camps, and I know we'll catch up with you uh, during the course Life of the Life is season. good, guys. I can't wait to get to Baltimore <laughs> today, man. I'm, I'm, I'm all juiced up. <laughs> I love it. Baldy, thanks, man. Friend. Uh, safe travels, yeah. okay, too. Okay, guys. All right, there you go. Brian Baldinger, our guest. Always uh, a good time, Mo. Always uh, we, we get smarter when Baldy's on too, because he's always got uh, some nuggets for us. And I love what he said there about the end. You know, we've talked about patience, patience, and Baldy's saying, no, look, and he uses the example of Sirianni. He used the example of Dable. Um, it's hard to argue with that, isn't it? Right. I, I've always said, I think that Dave Ziggler and Joshua Daniels are going to get another year. Doesn't mean I don't think they should feel the pressure. Of course Correct. they should. You should always right. feel pressure to win. But I just don't feel like Mark Davis has that same urgency that Baldy just exhibited a few minutes ago. I just think Mark Davis feels like, okay, we're in a rebuilding period. I don't feel like going through another head coaching general manager pair, you know, for the third time in, in what, three, four years. So you guys have it this year. Build your build a roster in your vision. We'll see where we come out. We hope to be better. But if we're not, if we if, if it doesn't show in a win column, I'm hoping to see at least some progress. This is what I feel like Mark Davis is thinking in his head. Yeah, uh, amazing. And so we'll uh, we'll see how it all goes. But I, as we've talked about many times, even even though they have this year, so to speak, or at least that's the understanding, if things go really bad, the first person who's going to go is the coach. So we'll see how it goes. And and as Baldy said, man. Coaches can turn things around quickly. Coaching matters. So even if you don't have the best roster, you can get a lot more out of those guys if they want to play for you and they want to give you the effort and you start to get a team culture together that believes in itself. That can make a huge difference. So we'll see how that all runs. Whenever we have Baldy on again, I need to ask him, has he ever been in a locker room where he just can tell a, a certain mm. head coach just wasn't a head coach, it was more of a coordinator type? Or yeah. position coach type. I should have asked him when he was on, but that's been the conversation around Josh McDaniels. Maybe he's just a good offensive coordinator and not a, a leader of men, as a lot of rare fans have said. Not a leader of men can drop the X's and O's, but cannot hand, cannot manage personnel to its maximum, and cannot lead men in, on on the battlefield, so to speak. Not a battlefield, but the football field and gridiron, and lead that team to wins. We'll see if that pans out and that changes this year. He's got a lot to prove. But there's a lot on his shoulders, whether to raise on a rebuilding period or not. There you go. All right. We're going to take our first break here. 
So don't go anywhere. We'll come back. You're listening to Silver and Black today, an Odyssey Original Podcast. Also, shout out to our listeners on The Bet in Las Vegas. Don't go anymore. More Raiders content coming up right after the break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 